Tinfoil Hat. Check us out on all of our social media platforms on Twitter at Tinfoil Hat Cast, Reddit.com backslash R backslash Tinfoil Hat Show, on Instagram at Tinfoil Hat Pod, or all comedy t shirts.com. Email us at Tinfoil Hat Pod at gmail.com. Tinfoil Hat. I'm not hot and heavy, I'm heavy and hot. Welcome back to another episode of Tinfoil Hat. Tinfoil Hat. Tinfoil Hat. Come with me into the waters of conspiracy with Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Tripoli's a bit crazy, but he's a really good guy. <laughs> with my friend Ryan Davis. Uh, hi, Ryan. We're like the first gay couple of conspiracy theories. I think it's beautiful, man. <laughs> hey, man, where's hey, the truth there, dog? Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? It's some mystical, deep, dark realm crazy shit. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Hey, did you just add that laugh from the Alexa laugh? Was that the Alexa laugh? I feel like you're uh, suffering a stroke. You asked that last time. But is it? Hold on. Am I suffering from a stroke? Yes. Is this last time? Yes. Yes. And welcome to Tinfoil Hat. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat, everybody. How are you? We are live right now on YouTube as well. Hey, guys, did you know Tinfoil Hat is now available on Spotify? Yes, Spotify is making it easy for you to stream this podcast and many others like it on your mobile device, desktop app, and smart speaker. Open the app on the mobile or desktop, click on the browse channel, and then click the podcast section. Take me with you wherever you are. Thanks to Spotify. How was that for a clean fucking read, Spotify? <laughs> Guys, you, thank you. That's actually very clear. I, you know, I was actually doing a cold read for you, going, you know, in case you need any fucking shady Armenians on your shit. Please. Um, Guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. We got a big show for you today. Real quick, wanted to tell you, March 25th, again, I am doing my live comedy taping at the Viper Room. It will be, uh, there's a 7.30 and a 9.30 show. Just email me at samtripolylive at gmail. Tell me if you want to go to the 7.30 or the 9.30. It's filling up. I think we're only going to put 100 in each show, and we're already halfway there. So by the end of the, sh- uh, by the next two weeks, we should be packed out. Don't come if you think there's rules to comedy, okay? Like, oh, you shouldn't make fun of this person, or you shouldn't do make fun of that, or those jokes aren't appropriate. Th- this is not the place. Uh, the the, the hour is going to be called Zero Fucks, and uh, it's going to be a great time. And, and like, the Viper Room is just going to be popping that night, and I'm super excited. So come down, uh, leave all your, like, uh, your rules that you think comedy is at home, and come get weird. Anything else? No, that should do it, man. Okay, why don't you introduce our guest, my friend? Today's guest, you might know him from many things. Law and Order, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, my favorite, your pretty little face is going to hell. But the big one is the last podcast on the left. Please welcome to the Tinfoil Hat Podcast, Mr. Henry Zabrowski. Thank you so much. Hail Satan. Thank you for having me. Hail Satan, my friend. Your hair is gorgeous in person. We look like, you look like the more successful, younger version of me. I'm, I'm just the younger yeah. I think I'm just younger you guys and I'm tighter. Look, yeah, for sure. And the, the problem is that now, because my hair is thinning, when I grow out my hair longer, I look like Philip Seymour Hoffman from Boogie Nights. <laughs> and I'm not at that character level. Like, I'm not I'm not getting the roles I need to get in order to look like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. but you're getting more and more character. And you know what? You just look, you guys do look like you're on some kind of, like, family tree. You know, oh, some yeah. some weird kind of hookup, like... You got a little bit more of the genes. You got a little less of the genes. You got more personality, but you get more ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's handsome. Just this weird. Nah. He's super handsome. I've had to do a lot. 
yeah. to kind of overcome yeah, my you, face and my body. You had body. to overcome a lot of shit. Yeah, it's a lot of yelling. And I, you're successful, and he's just banging chicks. I am definitely not. And you both kind of want to switch. And that's where the comedy, this movie, I'm uh, pitching, guys. <laughs> you guys switch lives. But we and also, you, we have podcaster DNA inside of us because now we all look like this. Yeah, yes. Beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black we are shirt. a part. I don't know why, who knew back in the day, somewhere deep in this hills of Scotland, now, that they would make a bunch of yammering people. Now, you're Polish, right? Yes. I'm, po- I'm Polish and Scottish. I'm like the, the white. Like Napoleon, the Neapolitan ice cream. No, I get that. Now, let me ask you something. Is there a part of you that, like, I've always wanted to ask a Polish person this. Is there a part of you that's kind of like, man, if, like, political correctness was back in the 80s when everyone's doing Polish jokes, like, would you guys have your own channel? Would be, like, Polish <laughs> entertainment television? Like, Univision, but, like, Univix. When you go and you, do, it's literally just all the people in wheelbarrows, like, joking about, like, the recipe for yeah, ice. Yeah, like, yeah, I think that would be fucking great. People would be like, hey, how many Pollocks? Hey, dude, not cool, bro. Well, They're have... fucking people, dude. <laughs> the Polish mafia is coming. Yeah, to dude. shut down your whole fucking And then people network. be like, there's not enough Polish... Directors in Hollywood. <laughs> Since there's only been five Polish directors ever get nominated, and you know how hard it is. And then there'd be Polish marches and Polish Lives Matter. But now we got well, Roman Polanski ruined that for us. Oh yeah, so you I guys, think he, he did the he did the bad work. Yeah, like would, what Woody Allen did for young comedians. There you go. Like like how many Polish guys does it? Take? How many Polacks does it take to? I don't know how many kids are they fucking. God, God fuck. Do you think Polanski is the last name like Hitler now? You're just like, ah, I got to change that shit. It's so common, though. We're going to be very... Lanskys for now. We're Lanskys. <laughs> That's like a good shortening for, for like Ellis Island when they'd come. But I do have a pitch. I really want to do at some point. I want to do the Polish version of Black Panther where it's a holographic, like, technologically advanced society in the hills of Warsaw where you go in and they're, they've hidden it and it's just called the, and the golden pierogi is the man who's in charge of all he's yeah. a part of a mystical line yeah. of warriors yeah. Polish warriors and but they have to dress in the Polish traditional gear where it's like Which the fan is, hats oh, okay. everyone wears dresses it is it doesn't look good are, are, is anyone on there like a kicker for the Green Bay Packers? Isn't yes. there like a, always a quarterback <laughs> or a kicker that is Polish for the Packers? Yes. Always. Has well, to. I mean, uh, that's a mandate. Who Sammy. is the top? What? Sammy, as a, as a Polish person, you could have asked this entire time. We couldn't. We can't hear you. You can't hear me? No. No? Well, maybe that's a good thing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, your team Aaron has Corner, the Polish kicker. Muted him, so you're Polish, Aaron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Oh, wow. But you had the Polish kicker this entire time. So Sebastian is your grandfather Janikowski. also buried we with his ass out of the ground? No. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we can't. can't no one, no one knows. Assume? <laughs> who, like, if you had to do, like, who's the Mount Everest of, like, famous Polish people? Oh, my God. I guess uh, the, Pol- the famous Polish people are you have the, the original Yankovic. Okay. Which was the uh, the polka king that was not Weird Al Yankovic. Yes. Oh. Then you have Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> Then you have um, <laughs> Roman all Polanski. Yes, the two of them are of the four. One was Roman Polanski. It's being sandblasted right, currently right, off right, the right, side right, of the right, mountain. Right. Um, and then who else is Polish? I want to say there's a couple ones that like change their names. Right, Jerry Gretzky. Who? Wayne Gretzky's Polish. Wayne Gretzky is up there. Okay, so that's the big four. That's right the big there. four. Yeah, yeah. The and then it's like Jonas Josh. Isn't there another like guy that was a forever goalie for some? It was a Jan. I'm sure, Jürgen. there's tons of Pol, uh 
NHL players. We're good at the cold sports. You're really okay. And also the dumb shit sports were just the man lying in his belly going 400 miles per hour down the fucking, during the Winter Olympics that nobody gives a shit about. I thought, I thought, I thought the Polish would be better at the, uh, at the, uh, curling too. That seems like, that reeks of Polish. We I don't should know be why. better at a lot of things. Yeah, for sure. We just gotta work harder. Like when Laverne and Shirley was on, was that like must watch for you guys? Because I think that's Polish too. Is there a lot of Polish in that? I want to say it. there is some in that factory world. Yeah, you're like my family was. We were a, a definitely an all in the family family, and then we turned into Family Matters. It's amazing. Now, we were family Matters. Now, family. are Polish like uh, Armenians, where we watch the credits to see if any Armos make it into the credits of a movie? My family did as much as they could to disregard our heritage. Really? I think that what happened is, is that my father was not taught Polish by his, his nanu. I don't know what it's called. It's like a bubia or whatever that is called. Like right. a, a ningnong or whatever the, the Polish name for a grandmother is. He wasn't taught Polish because they thought Ning-nu? that it was... Ningnu? Yeah, something like a ring wrong. so great. So the Polish grandma is like some leader of an alien species. Well, and then there was nanu. And she had these babushkas and she made little things and she ate the and then she killed the children. And this is what she did. She always, and she kept the rocks in her skirt to keep it down so the soldiers couldn't find her vagina. But she is, she didn't teach it because she thought it was a dirt language. That's what she sure has been like, Polish is for the migrants. We don't learn the Polish. We learn American. You become movie star. My father looks like an uglier version of Bob Hoskins. Like, I am the Hollywood version of my own That's father. Great. He was a very ugly That's man. That's great, dude. That is great. Now, you you got a lot of Polish ladies. Who the like? We're Armenians. We're known for uh, dating black men. That's what our ladies like. I don't know if you've heard of these Kardashians. What's the Kardashians, right? There's yeah, a yeah. lot of that. No, the Polish women are. I mean, back in the day, well, it seems to be the common stereotype is that they're apps. They're supermodels until they're fifty, and then they become crones. They just melt, right? Yeah, is that yeah. ethnic that chicks in general? That seems to be all ethnic chicks. It's like a baji, 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 like saying that a lot. Or before they're bitching hard. They're mean faced. Like, always on the train, especially in, when I was living in New York. It's like when you live in the Polish neighborhoods, it's always just, like, incredibly icy, cold. Women. Yeah. Like, if you died in front of them, they would step over your body. Just yeah. being like, he messed up my heels. But then they're, <laughs> eventually they turn, and then they get some sort of, like, weird Polish grocery store like they have in Queens everywhere. Right. They just inherit them. Right. And then they go, like, and they're just constantly <laughs> sweeping. I always and, picture them with like bags, and it's like they always have full bags. It's like, when do you ever empty those bags? Uh, What's they, in there? They say all of my family. <laughs> Don't take my family. Just been like, you used to be hot. <laughs> no, no, his dream is ghost, you remember. <laughs> I love Man, it. It is interesting how, like, we as, you know, I mean, Ryan's kind of new to the whole entertainment game. We were kind of friends through it. With uh, this face? Yeah. I, it, we met at Studs Theater on Santa Monica. Oh, wow. Yeah, Formerly Studs. the Pussycat Theater. But why? That's like a two out of three podcasts where Studs have been brought up. Maybe we could be, maybe we could be sponsored by Studs. Studs and Across the Street, the Pleasure Chest. Yeah, for sure. Do you but, think they're liquid? <laughs> Do you think they have enough money to drop in, or is it all, are they just skating by? They just want free access. Whatever that costs to get in there, we just want you to be like, say tinfoil hat, and they'll let you into the hotness, dude. <laughs> um, but uh, what, it just it's so weird that we are, um, like, how we are in this world of entertainment. and it, uh, Not that it's better than anything, but it's like this weird kind of, you're somewhat enlightened and involved, like you're working at a higher level. 
uh, or working towards a higher goal, let's say, at, compared to like maybe when you go home and everybody's just like, get married, have kids, you know, uh, cheat, divorce, get married again, have Mark. And it's just like this weird kind of like very, and there's nothing wrong with it, but a very simple cycle. Yes, which depends on what brings you happiness. But at some point, I remember when we started really taking your show seriously, probably like 2013, last podcast in love. When we started taking that seriously, we started realizing that we were like going to, I want to be an expert in this shit. Like I like I was like I want to be Dan Aykroyd from Ghostbusters and Dan Aykroyd in real life. Like <laughs> I want to be Ray Stance and where Dan Aykroyd meets. You just want to get that big gut and gut. when you dance on Saturday Night Live, no one can laugh because they're uncomfortable. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd from Gross Point Blank. Good one. That's when he was in a down cycle of his weight. Yes. Because you could see the fluctuations, and he was in a good spot. But now he's probably about coke at some point, right? Because he was in that coke world. He gets killed with a television in that movie. With the original SNL dudes could beat the fuck out of you. Dan Aykroyd, they would talk about stories about him, like, grabbing bikers and shit. Like, they didn't fuck around. Was he Polish? He's I don't know what Aykroyd is. What is Aykroyd? We're asking the guy without the mic. Okay, perfect. Well, that was the 70s. They were doing like blow and steroids together. It was like D-ball and straight up like yeah, the rings do, of Saturn. Like, like sketches where a shark shows up in an apartment. It's like, it's not like the the most committed. It's not like they were writing tomes about psychology and like Sigmund Freud doing cocaine. Yeah. And like, I understand my mother's sexuality. It's Dan Aykroyd just doing a stupid Julia Child's impression. <laughs> oh, f- gacked out. Basomatic. You're like, holy, holy shit. Now let me Christ. ask you, do you, do you, would you rather live then or now? Because let's say your podcast, which is fucking humongous, right? It is it is something that is available. Wasn't available then. No, this but, is... But maybe the comedy was a little more looser back then. You could take a little more chances. You could talk a little more shit. You know, whether... I mean, sometimes I wish we had the, like, the... Uh, economy of the 80s but the you know the social awareness of today but without the political correctness is asking for a lot technology <laughs> was massive in changing my whole life especially with being like a quote-unquote expert in the world of paranormal and true crime and shit like that which is kind of it really helped me those tools helped me become who i am without having to just like live in libraries and live a life of a true recluse like the, the ancestors before me or what like how bill cooper ended up fucking getting shot by the police because you want to pay his taxes and shit like that where I can see that for me oh yeah. for sure I would like that almost in a way it's a nice good way to cap the my bio but I at the same time I would not be able to do what I am doing now in the 70s but I do think in a way that the comedy part of it was easier in the 70s and the show business part of it was a little bit easier it was a little bit more daring it was a little bit more of a bunch of executives kind of understanding that we don't know what the fuck it is that we're doing and so people were just throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks now there's so much money involved and you know we have connections so i i believe that the entertainment industry is also with the mouth of the government and i believe that the 100 percent, especially dude. now especially now more than ever in a secret way where you look at and there's just so much money involved that they can't afford anything to fail and also things really can't be off message so we get to live in a world where we are now afforded in these little micro economies in this micro world where we could do podcasts and and have fun and be ourselves and be in show business and and make a living and do, do what we're doing but we'll never reach like the amplified side of show business like the weird counter-revolutionaries <laughs> in the 70s kind of have access to fucking television right where, because it's a lot of conformity now and if you if you don't conform it's harder to get up there i you know i, I had a conversation with some women recently where we or a shouting match with these two feminists and 
Basically, it's like someone asked me, it's like, can you get super high, you know, while talking a lot of shit? And I, I just don't know if that's possible. I mean, like, I don't think it's possible. I think you have to get up a top. You have to get on top. And then all of a sudden you are labeled a dangerous and crazy person. I like Chappelle talking about the fall of Martin Lawrence was so interesting about how like the, the word crazy, like once it gets popped on you. Yeah. You are now a crazy person, and and you were kind of like a persona non grata and not taken seriously, and then your volumes turned down. Well, yeah. for Tracy Morgan, he was always crazy, and then he got smashed by Walmart, and we're like, eh. That, in a not- weird way, that saved his career. Oh, I mean, like, if you look up. at it, dude, you look at it like he that what happened to him was he said a joke somewhere, someone ran home and blogged about it, and he got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and was, I mean – it's weird, but then a part of it's like, why do we care about the backlash either? Because then when people get f- mad about something that you say, your universe is so much bigger because we live on the internet. We're living in the AI's mind. Yeah. Like, podcasts live in a, in a free world where it's just going wherever the fuck it is it wants to go in terms of getting people. So if you make a bunch of people upset, who cares? There's a bunch of people that are going to come and replace them as listeners because we're free. We're, yeah. we're fucking right. We're, we're unchained right. fucking entities on the internet. The genie's out of the bottle. Yeah, I mean, which it, is the very scary for the people, the, the powers that be, because they don't understand the medium, and they can't get in, and they're trying to figure out how to make money off of us, but they also can't figure out how to control what we That's say. the big thing, and they keep trying to promote <laughs> these things, and you totally can. You totally can promote. There are, like, Podcast One, and there are all these corporate entities that put out these things, but there's just... It's just there's too many options for them to be able to control. No, it's virus, dude. dude. Fucking sweet. It's We're Blood in the water, right? Yeah. Blood in the water. So you guys have been around for seven years, which is kind of how long uh, my other podcast is. This year, this is like the almost a year anniversary of this form of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've had a wonderful time doing it. But like seven years, that's kind of a little before the whole like – uh, what I think is this kind of golden age of conspiracies that we're in right now, where it's like, uh, if you follow Q, you go on Red, you, like there's some amazing shit going on, whether you believe it or not, but it, it's still like an amazing time to be into this. And I feel like more people are coming to our side than leaving our side. Well, it's also people being able to publicly admit that they're into things like true crime and aliens and conspiracy theories and shit like that. I think that's a part of it. The the acceptance has kind of caught up to us. Yeah. Where when we were doing it in 2011 and we started, we were a bunch of shitheads. We refer to that as back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the sweet, sweet, sweet 2011. Back in our day, we used Yahoo for mail, okay? <laughs> I had a I had a prodigy. Account. Yeah. This little thing called MySpace. I had to wait several hours for a picture of Psylocke to to show up block by block in my AOL superheroes to masturbate to group I was in. Um, it's true. <laughs> this is how I would. Hey, it's a good one, man. Love Psylocke. Still do. Oh, Still in there. Still deep in the recesses of my fucking mind. But we, you know, we just. Uh, we were guys that were into this. We were into serial killers. We wanted to talk about it in conspiracy theories, and we wanted to talk about it with ourselves, and we also knew that we just could, and it was something to do, and it got us out of our houses, and we were just, like, way into it, and we're just like, well, let's just record the conversations we're having anyway, and then uh, it just kind of caught up. 
So now it's 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 very accepting. And then also we have a conspiracy theorist for a fucking president, which is, to me has actually taken some of the fun out of it. Yeah. There's like there's a lot of there's fun that has been taken out of it that what Alex Jones like the fall of Alex Jones. And is he falling? Yes, which has come because he was never supposed to win. He was never supposed to be on the winning side. He was never supposed to be like, I'm in touch with the president and I love it. He was always supposed to be on the on the, the side outsider. of it. Yeah, and then the, the fucking spotlight got put on him and he is not TV ready. He was not ready to go. What, now, the, 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 always the question is, is this a shill? Is that guy shill? Is this a shill? What's your thoughts on Alex Jones? I think that Alex Jones exposed himself when he said, I am a uh, performance artist when he had to go and to try to keep his kids, which I understand why he yeah. said that because he was trying to keep his kids. Right. But also, you just showed your cards. Right. It's over. <sighs> it's people like Bill Cooper. Again, go back to that old motherfucker where it's just like he died by the sword and you're like oh shit so th- th- that stuff's still around I think there are people on the internet that are still like that especially in the world of the UFO community people that are like that that are like they're living in a in a fucking uh, Home Depot shed yeah. on some other guy's land and yeah. they're saying like there's no such thing as private land and you know they're taking their job very seriously yes, as a conspiracy yes, yes yes what is um what is <laughs> your uh, specialty do you have a spe- I was talking the other day like I hate to say it like we did an episode last week with a very fun or uh, last Friday with a uh, Dan Cummins of uh, Time Suck, and mm-hmm. he thought Pedalgate wasn't real. And we had just a nice little conversation about it, and like I've been studying that thing for a very long time. Well, what's happening in the UK is is brutal, and right. I think it's a part of where I. Well, my specialty, honestly, is UFOs. That's kind of like where I uh, I am most I'm most obsessed with UFOs. I think that the question of alien life and has it visited us or or what is the nature of alien life and the nature of ufos Mm -hmm. i think is a really interesting question um i think there's been no uh i I, there obviously has been some sort of cover-up about the uh information that our government has looked into about ufos but when it comes to the the problem is it all connects back to all the other conspiracy theories it's like pedogate i think is interesting but the idea of pizzagate when all of that shit went down the problem is that who then took control and who benefited from that information mm-hmm. was that it was when the alt-right movement took it over, that's when it's like, well, fuck, you've just now tainted it with your right. bullshit. So now this is over. And also, I don't believe that that poor little com- – that poor pizza store was having it happen there. But that does not – to me, it's it's blowing up the bigger thing of, well – Throwing out the baby with the bathwater. Is that kind of it? Yes, because the you're, you're now taking heat off of – there are – there are – Organized pedophile rings that work within the show business industry and the government and uh, various world governments that use it as a secret keeping mechanism it is a blackmail system and it's been around forever. They talked about during MK when they exposed MK Ultra. MK Ultra was also they were trying to raise these kids to be I forget what it is the 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 term for it like dolls whatever their term what they would go and the concept where you like hypnotize a kid and drug them and then put them in the bed of like a of uh, some kind of 
minister, somebody you're trying to get bullshit on. So you wake up and you're like, you see how you have sex with seven year old? And he's like, no, me, no, make no come. And they're like, ah, but the <laughs> pictures we do. And then you're fucked. Because, but so, but this is like Polish community theater yes, right there, right? Yes, you know how yes, excited Sam yes. is because he can't do a single voice. So when he hears anyone do a voice, he's just like, getting excited. Yeah, this is all I do. I can't stand it. Uh, I completely agree with you and all that stuff. It's very, you brought up something I want to talk to you about. It's like, uh, you know, this this doc we're going to talk about right now about, you know, this guy gets all the stuff going on with him. And, you know, I'm Reddit. You're you're a uh, alien guy. I'm a, a you know, a pedogate guy. And, you know, we got all these different things. And, like, you know, it's possible that they're all going on right now. And uh, all these things, whether it's, like, Bigfoot, UFOs, uh, uh, Russians. Uh, but it's like everybody – I do joke about it. It's like everybody that Arnold Schwarzenegger fought in the 80s is, like <laughs> – Coming at one time at they us, They have a right? subreddit. You know, they are in charge of their own subreddit. Right. It's kind of crazy, but it's like, the way to look at it is like this. Just imagine every movie you ever saw going on at the exact same time. <laughs> it's just, well, because there yeah. was a, an immediate, there was a story in the LA. I like following car chases because I'm new to LA, so I think it's, that phenomenon's really right. fun. And yeah, it's cool. It's fucking sweet. But there was a one car chase that was like, it, it, it led a bunch of cops on a on a on some kind of crazy car chase. They ended up Dirt jumping road. into a it ended, jumping into a train station, like doing things. And I was like, Grand Theft Auto. Yes, exactly. It was like that's the end of a Bruce Willis movie, right? That we just saw the news report. Yeah, on. like the yeah. end news report where they'll show the ambulances. Yeah, we just saw the ending of the movie where I think that it is true that there's there's all these sort of. We've just been programmed to believe that all this shit is flight, flights of fancy. Yeah. But there's also many conspiracy theorists that believe that back in the day that all of this was slowly pumping out information to get us to grow numb to the idea of spies, to grow numb to the ideas of gigantic hierarchical yeah. like systems that exist. Or not be shocked by it, would you say? So when it comes out, it's not like, what the – like the aliens. Like, let's get into aliens. Like – you know, all this UFO stuff coming out. And what was really amazing is that the Pentagon says that there's a UFO program and nobody blinked. <laughs> What's well, because they did their job. This started a long time ago. When it first, when the, when the alien activity started spiking in the 1940s, they didn't know what the fuck this was because it's like it's 1947. All of a sudden you have this inrush of these people saying these, these objects are starting to show up above sensitive areas. They're like, the war is over. What the, what the fuck is this shit? So they started really looking into it, and a part of their conclusions, especially like once Project Blue Book and all that got fired up, and, and when they put it, they finally shut it all down in 1968, their official research into it, by just saying like, well, this is not important to national security, we're not, we're not going to devote any more resources to this, it's, so everybody could show up, shut up about it. But a part of the inner document, and the, the way they talk about it, is that we will slowly leak information yes. as shit goes, because then it will become a foregone conclusion, so the stock market doesn't flip because essentially that's what they're afraid of right which is they're afraid that that everyone will lose confidence in the structure of american society if they believe that these interdimensional crafts religion crashes a religion you could see just a complete another crash of religion Mm, the, the, the catholic church has said that they would like but, but but you'd go a, you'd go alien. hold on they gonna... flipped it they monica bellucci did yeah. they did the thing where they're like we'll say the aliens are part of the plan because they know because the pope new nude fun nice pope yeah. whatever who i don't trust i don't trust any second. of them dude how about really scumbag pope of such a scumbag they're like 
You're creeping but everybody it's out. Nice you gotta to go. have the villain. At least he's got a villain's face, and he's got Ratzinger with his fucking like his, uh, his sunken eyes. He loves licking. You can see he loves licking little vaginas with a tail tongue. Oh, it's just like a frog up there. And I was like, but what a perfect. At least we know. Yeah. Yeah. He's evil. Yeah. I mean, like, and then they got rid of him, and it's like, oh, this guy's such a nice guy. He took the bus to work back in the day. You're like, oh, he's just oh. doing it to grab on knees. I mean, like, it's okay. I'm the Pope. But go, going back to everything, it's like, okay, like, the, the Pope's evil. Uh, there's killer robots over here. There's aliens over here. There's pedophiles over here. You know, it's like, it's all going on at one time. I always tell people, it's like, you, you, you think just this is reality? It's like you're at the mall and you're hanging out at fucking like Cinnabon, right? And you think that's life when there's shit going down at the Nike store, the Apple store, Victoria's Secrets, what, you know, for a Canadian mall, adult bookstore, they got adult bookstores in Canadian malls, which is like, you can buy awesome. Great. Right? Good for them. Good Let for them. Get, them. get, get them out of their system. But everything is going on. It's yes. not just one thing. Like, what do you believe? I believe everything. Yeah, so it starts with, like, politics, uh, corruption, money, religion. Space. And then it, it goes down into... Lizard people. From the oh, occult, yeah. paranormal, and then you get into interdimensional, mystic, cosmic. So there is realms to it. But if you follow one of these long enough, you'll be like, I was looking into, like, these politicians being corrupt, and now I'm finding out that they're drinking blood and doing, like, so... It never ends. But there's no end to the hole. But then you also find out, then you, you're constantly questioned, what is fake, yeah. purposefully fake? Mm-hmm. What is the shit that it's like, I believe the whole concept of the, like, you know, when we talk about satanic panic and they talk about these people wearing robes and drinking blood and shit like that. I think a lot of that shit's actually physically done, but then faked. It is done with theatrical things in front of people so that when they try to tell that story to other people, it sounds fucking insane. And that's what they've done to us is the, the that's a problem with conspiracy theorists has become such a dirty word because they did, they were really effective in saying that it used to just be investigative journalism. It used to be like you're thinking critically about what the government's doing. Black Jesus, a.k.a. Obama, passed a law which said the government can use propaganda against the people. They, and that was passed. They know what they're doing. I had a I had a connection to a guy in the psyops for the U.S. Army. I love that. That's like an, a general. Like, hey, do you want to go to psyops or do you want to go into? Yeah, he said that he was like he just got brought in. It's like a guy shows up. He's like, uh, you're really good at tests. Um, why don't you come over to this other building with us? And all of a sudden, you're in this other place, and they're like, we're making fake radio shows to blast into Afghanistan where we mix Katy Perry songs with, like, sentences that are supposed to destabilize the uh, uh, fucking Al-Qaeda in these areas. Where we're, They did this whole thing where we take Al-Qaeda and we tell funny blooper stories about things that they've done wrong and, like, where they put, like, boing and shit on, like, underneath it. And we do it to to lessen the fear of people have of Al-Qaeda to try to slowly pull their power back and do all this shit. But he's, like, a part of it. He's like, yes, this is what we're doing in wartime actively, but a part of what we're also working on is the uh, an American, like, a domestic system Jeez. where we're constantly bombarding us. So, I mean, advertising and all this stuff. It's like, I think One. that Black Panther is about fossil fuels. Like, that's like, it's like a deep dark. Somebody said that shit. Like, there's way more to that stuff. You know, it's like, I got in an argument with, uh, again, these two feminists about how, like, there is a, there is a straight up 
propaganda marketing campaign against white men. And I'm not trying to be like, I'm a white guy, man. Get my hood and all that. So I'm, what I'm saying is I'm not like, white. I'm Polish. I want right, to put that right, right, right. I'm a part of it. Right. That's another race. Yeah, I am totally respect that. But it's to me, it's more about like what was done to the black male over a, over a century time is now starting to be done to white males in the sense that they are trying to destabilize the family unit, in my opinion. Like it was done systematically against black men where they would pass these laws, these crimes where crack was like the, the amount of a helicopter and now you pull these men out of the family unit and now they're in jail and these families are like disintegrating and now I think that's happening with white heroin instead of crack it's heroin which is affecting like white middle class and poor males now you're throwing them all in jail and these fucking families have no parental um, mater- uh, paternal uh, um, uh, idol or uh, you know role model in the families and it starts and it's like that's what I it's like so psychological and you just see the demonization going on they the- run games. I think that's kind of it's it's interesting in a way where if you look at it like they kind of run thought scenarios on the American population and kind of see what happens. And I think a part of what's happening right now is this like the Time's Up, Me Too movement, that kind of thing that's happening, it's all sort of it's supposed to be like weirdly about Hollywood. It hasn't really dipped into the rest of the of the uh of what's happening right oh, now it's very much a bubble thing it's a bubble thing they've isolated it to hollywood is because it's to be honest it's being like donald trump should be in fucking court like of all this should have, like the, like all of this should be this, like uh, uh, looked into we're already we're holding some but the, uh, a part of it's it's always a great distraction and also what can you just be like they're just so happy that we're occupied so we could do all this other shit donald trump is such a perfect perfect Dude, for the intelligence community, well, do you really think he wasn't supposed to win? Because if you look at his 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 administration, his candidate, his presidency, it mirrors Clinton so much. It's unbelievable. I think it's the. I think it just shows even more so how little it matters who's president, and they're going to get their I games. I that. They're going to get their games going no matter what their games are. Like they are whatever. It was, if it was Clinton, it was going to be something else. If there was going to be other games going on that they were going to try to do they could be more they would be exactly as obama went like basically the same kind of shit except you'd be you'd have the civil niceties that's the idea of like keeping these liberal in a personal way which is keeping us and the media at bay and abated because what we're having now is is that because donald trump and the media are at odds a partially i mean they also both completely benefit from each other they both are sucking oh, it's each other's that, dick. it's that lebron james uh laura ingram fight where they're both hey just shut up and dribble now he can go look at these white people tell me what to do and but then they're well, all benefiting yeah 100 the old stuff so the media is now running their own world of conspiracy theories the president himself is sending out his own conspiracy theories you know who loves it the cia who are running a proxy war against russia and syria right now or all this other kind of shit where it's like There's a bunch of black op shit that's like, if you just look into the world of UFOs, you start to see like, oh, like especially with the new, um, the, uh, the aeronautics, uh, the, the aerialized weaponings, it was the ATIP is what it's called. It just came out. Yeah. But Luis Elizondo was a whistleblower and all this shit with fucking Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. Like what the fuck's happening? What is going on? What scenario are we in? What is going on? But the, uh, fucking, which is just like, it's, it's fun as shit for somebody like me, but I imagine you'd be pretty like, what, what, like upset if you weren't like me but you look at it and you're like well just in this small little dinky world of 
UFOs to them, which is not because it's a multi-million dollar industry that they have. Billions been. or trillions, dude. I mean, like bunch. $24 trillion is missing. It's not missing. It just isn't allocated. Yeah. And you don't know where this has gone. Well, we did the underground tunnels with Burt Kreischer like a week ago. This shit, all the Bechdel oh, shit. I know. No, it's fucking crazy. It's like all of the, that's why I like that episode so much because underground bases is a thing that I'm really into because a part of it's like you go through that shit. They spent billions of dollars on this industry for what? So yes, UFOs for me, that's the white hat side of the covert op saying, being like, this is cool. Like we're hiring some scientists. We're secretly going to UFOs. It's super fascinating. But that just means obviously if there's a 5% sliver of white hat shit, how much of it's just like we're making monkey men? Yeah, we ha- we put a dog inside of a we put a bomb inside of a dog's ass, and we're gonna see if we could get it to blow up Kim Jong Un. Be like, that's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, what the f- what about the fact that Kim Jong Un could be a psyops? That like we just run that whole fucking thing, and that whole thing is just meant to be. So when we need to get people nervous about what's going on out there, we just make this little puppet guy fucking go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. screaming and shit. And they're like, he's got a funny haircut. It's great. Yeah. But it's like, we did the same thing with Gaddafi. Gaddafi was a fake villain that was all propped up into being like when we, because we couldn't go at the the other destabilized areas. So they made this fun little villain dude with the robes and all the hot lady fucking warriors all around him. It's very smart. I don't, I I last, the episode, I got to be honest with you, the underground episode, I kind of broke me in the fact that thinking we might be able to change this. I'm like, if it's that big, if it's that big that they're hollowing out fucking, you know, mountains and there's an underground Amtrak that just elite motherfuckers use for when the bombs drop, like, it's just so big. It's so, it's so much because we've been sitting, they've been spending trillions of dollars secretly and we have no idea what's going on. Congress has no idea what's happening. Black Ops is such a big, big, big ole, like, oh shit. I can't imagine like walking into that bunker being like, but they said a lot of the schools can't get books. And they're like, no, no, we have plenty of books, but we keep them down here for yeah. the president's yeah. side. Yeah. yeah, it's so crazy, dude. Now, now before we get into our, I'm sorry, I'm scre- and then we're just immediately screaming. No, That's what fine. I like is that we get immediately. I finally started. have somebody who talks to me the way I like to get talked to. <laughs> this guy's always like, you're yelling at people. I'm like, it's not yelling, it's passion. <laughs> You know, who knew an arm on a Polish guy could get along so well? Fervent enthusiasm, yeah, I think, is right. the, Billy Ma- the, the Billy Mays, his selling style. Yeah. Is that what they called it? His fervent enthusiasm. And then he just dies of cocaine because, <laughs> oh, no, uh, 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 a fucking luggage hit his head. No, dude, no, no, he was no. coked out of his skull. <laughs> you know how much you got to love coke to fly coked out of your skull? Like, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, you're just strapped into a tiny edge chair. And he's a big fucker, too. Yeah. He was like a broad shoulder. Just like gapped out, just fucking flying, dude. High as shit. Wanting to, like, jerk off on the fucking stewardesses, dude. Do you think that if I go to the cabin, they'll let me fly the plane? <laughs> just, like, grabbing people back and forth. I'll have five Diet Pococs, please. I need them in one Hi, go. Hi, I'm Belly Mays, and I want to fly this plane. <laughs> He's like, whoa, dude, don't whoa, touch whoa. Don't touch anything. Look at how many blood stains I can clean with my OxyClean. When I had an issue with stimulants, I used to have a job on a construction site working inside the That's elevator. That's very ominous, by yes, the way. Yes. When I had a problem with stimulus, <laughs> I always say what that. does that mean? You like don't like bright colors. <laughs> Children laughing is weird. Well, like, what does that mean? Stimulants, not okay. being stimulated. Yeah, okay. uh, but I worked inside of a construction elevator, the one that was on the outside. Oh. So for eight hours a 
day I was inside of a box. Hold on, you had to press the buttons? Yeah, I had to like manually stop it on each floor. It's a construction, a build being like brand new construction. And then you're just, and you're doing your little, I'm, little I mean, bumps? I'm just like <laughs> reading Stephen King and like never blinking and they're calling me Shaggy and I'm just like just drawing like weird hieroglyphics on the wall and like I look back to that like. Two days <laughs> in, you're just smearing your shit. On just, well, at least it got built quickly. I like that idea. People really focus. You get in there, like get it done. It's not like in New York where things just sit and it's just fucking being constructed for three years. Yeah, I knew I had a problem when my buddy stopped me. I thought I was using eye drops, but they're the ice drops. And he was like, just slapped it out of my hand. I almost just dropped some like mint right in my eyeball. Oh my God. He's like, bro, you need to take it down a notch. (laughs) I love that he didn't send you home. Hey, just chill. Take it down. And I don't mean the elevator. (laughs) I know I'm operating the jackhammer, but you're scaring me. (laughs) So let's get into this. We're kind of uh, thinking of uh, what what to talk about. And uh, it's kind of cool that you're... Your expertise or what you love to talk about is, in fact, UFOs. It's just, and it, we're in the golden age now. Like, this is going to be the new golden age of UFOs, especially after. It's golden the, age of all conspiracies, I feel. I, like, it's, everything it's cool. is like popping off right now. Like, the Reddit conspiracy subreddit is just going nuts. That and I place love is it. crazy. I love it. <laughs> I do like it. I go through it every once in a while. I'll still even dip into 4chan, but 4chan's just so evil that it's, it's not the same. And it's just too weird. Like, yeah. the app for Reddit is perfect, but Fortune is just, like, weird. Reddit reminds me of, like, a bazaar in some, like, foreign country where they'd be like, fresh fish, dates, and you're like, yeah, oh, too much going on, man. I gotta get out of here. I like I like seeing all the bits and sundries, because then you can get kind of an idea of what the underbelly of the internet's going through, and Reddit has a good aggregate for all, like, I like the upvoting and shit. It's, like, it's, it's pretty great, but uh, it, but for UFOs specifically, because of the disclosure that happened in December on uh, what on Rogan's show, is that, is that what you're talking about? So it's it officially came out in December 2017. They revealed Luis Elizondo is a guy who formerly worked at the Pentagon. Came out and he said he was a part of this thing called A Tip, which I believe is the aerial aerial aeronautics. I have to find out what the exact. I love how you're looking at Aaron like they back you up like some weird Polish like hookup. Come you know? on, come to ask our nanus. <laughs> Um, but is there part of? <laughs> but you uh, basically said that the U.S. government in 1968 said we're not spending any more money like going at UFOs. We're not looking at them anymore. Quit, quit hassling us. We find out in 2007, as early as that, there was one program called A Tip that they gave 28 million dollars to with Harry Reid that came in and he was in charge of it. Doesn't seem like that much money. 28 million. That seems like yeah. a power forward in the NBA, like one power forward. Yes, yes, it is. It's it not is. that much money, no. 28 mil. No, that is like one of Oprah's homes. Yeah, that's one <laughs> house for Oprah. <laughs> yes. you. But that's why I think it's one they let go. Oh. I think that they're what we're – to me, it's just a showing of a pattern of this is how we do it now. There's no one big Project Blue Book or Project Twinkle or like one of these things where we we, we are it's like a, it's got like offices right. and shit. It's like now we just do many programs that exist like this all doing little things. Like so Robert Bigelow runs this thing, who's a multi billionaire, works for Bilo, Bigelow Industries that works with NASA, and he basically he's this crazy billionaire. Is that, he bald? 
He, no, sable gray hair. Um, He's one of those. Nice. Jeff Bezos looks exactly like Luke's Lex Luthor. Am I right? Like he, He's jacked now, yeah, too. Oh, he's just jacked. He's bald. And he just wants revenge on all the chicks who would not bang him back in the day. By sending drones to their home and taking yeah. pictures of them going to the bathroom. He's just uh. <laughs> He's all over our shit. Fucking Alexa. We got to get rid of the Alexa. How about laughing? Like, nobody cares <laughs> that it's laughing at people. Like I, I, I'm like, dude. AI is coming alive, dude. I trust the robots. I say, give them a chance. <laughs> okay, That's like, a, I have a whole long thing where I do believe a robot should be given a chance. Let him give it. Let him get give it, give it a, a shot. chance. Come on, they're allowed to run shit for a little bit. Is this before or after a fleshlight experience? My uh, Marcus Parks, who's the producer on the last podcast on the left, has a fleshlight that he loves. But the problem is that he eventually had to get rid of it because his girlfriend was sicking of it, sick of him putting it in the dishwasher. <laughs> That's how you have to fucking steam clean it. I love that, dude. So. Um, but so I just think it was one of them. And then now it just shows that the U.S. government has been actively looking into this shit. And the main problem is that they just don't know what it is. And they are afraid to say that we just don't know. What are we talking about? AI or UFOs? Uh, UFOs. They AI, don't know what it is? They don't know what it is. Okay, so we had a guy on our – he does our, our, our Patreon podcast. And uh, his father is like 80-something and, and like on the lap, uh, you know, coming to the end, right? Mm-hmm. And, I love those guys because you can get him to say yeah. anything. Oh, he, he did, saw something. dude. He pulled us. He pulled uh, our friend aside and was basically like, "I'm gonna tell you, back in like the '50s, man, I was working at this thing in, in this institute in Chicago, and uh, they asked me to go down and fix something. And I went downstairs and I went to a floor I've never been to, and I saw them doing experiments on monkeys, on horses, and then I saw something I've never seen before, which is this giant hanger." And this giant, what I can only be described as a spaceship-looking motherfucking thing, and he and there was just these green gray shit just crawling all over it, right? Crawling awesome. with a big one, and then there was a little one, and then they saw him. Then before he knew it, there was guns pulled on him. But he said every year, every year he got visited by Men in Black. Yeah, dude shows up. They always talk about that. A guy comes later on. How you doing, Greg? Doing good? Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. I don't. Let's cut have some coffee. Yeah. Oh, I don't really have time for coffee. Oh, you have time for coffee. Yeah. Let's sit down and like little have a long yeah. talk about where we. So you made a little trip to Wisconsin. Why we go there? You know, you'll be like, oh shit. They all talk about this because they signed this ordinance. I was just reading about it. It's this. Even if you were at, it, at inadvertently, when you work at any sort of intelligence level, whatever your clearance is, you have to sign this thing that essentially just says, "Have I." even accidentally reveal any sort of concealed information for the, my entire life. Someone can come and just even if it's a rumor, they could pick me up, put you in Fort Leavenworth for 20 years. And it's just like that. So does they it ever happen? I am certain that it does and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I bet you we don't hear a lot about okay. it. I bet you a lot of it is when they're super old, they're like, fuck it, because a part of it is is it works into their plan of, yeah, let that crazy fucking 80-year-old say what he saw, and we'll all laugh at him because that's how we right. work. And that was what, in the 50s or 60s? That's like talking about, dude, and they have this game. It's called Atari, and they play, and it's this dot, and it takes on this other dot. I've never seen a dot move so fast, and the paddles I can control. (laughs) And it's a little turn, and you turn it this way, and then you press a button, and another dot comes out and shoots the other dot. If I brought J. Allen Hynek an iPhone from when he was working, he'd be like, look at this. He'd be like... Tell me where the greys are. Yeah. Tell me where they are. He's like, so yes, they, they don't know what he's fucking looking at. Right. 
But what the question is, though, in my mind, is the problem is again is that what everybody's always concerned about is that there, there's they they are that that they are a ship that comes from another galaxy and that they are actual beings that live inside of it. But what if that shit's a part of a thing that we just don't understand about how our brain deciphers reality and what oh. is reality? What what does it mean to be real? What if this shit is 50% psychic? But then in the end, it is like we create the objects that we see because we our brain is interpreting weird interdimensional things that come and scoop me up, stick a thing up my nose, scoop my fucking sperms out of my balls, sometimes using a lady. Which is kind of cool. It's like we recently did an a interview with a guy that lost his virginity to a gray. That he was like, it was called Love and Saucers. This thing had great tits. It showed up, it showed up big, crazy, nice tits. Kind like of anime a- tits? Yes. Nice, like Asian-y face. Oh, yeah. Very Olivia like, Munn. Yeah. But had a wig on because it was completely bald gray. It said his vagina at first, it made him so, they made Started him so barking. hard. Well, it was like, so, 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 so. And they made him so hard using a thing this like rod they put in his brain. It's so hard it hurt. Yeah. And then she would just squat on his dick up and down until he kind of came and he didn't really like it. But then later on, they began to have sensuality oh. where she started to like literally go boop and touch his nipples like with both both end of his fingers. And he'd be like, oh, he's like, and the pleasure I felt was something that cannot go described. It's a type of the, the purple and lavender waves of pleasure. And it's like, so that is, I understand why they, it's like, we don't know what it is. But what if it's like half a dream that you're making up? That you you create physically in your mind because that's how reality works, and that's why people like Jacques Fillet says compares aliens to like fairies and gnomes and yeah. shit that's been since the beginning because yeah, that's just how it's all we going on, dude. And what if AI is just like studying porn right now and like <laughs> in this hopes of like getting with us, and then that they think that's what we want? Like, oh hey, oh, lady, stop fucking me! <laughs> this machine needs to stop fucking me. And I know that someone said that my prostate's supposed to involve the like, create the most incredible orgasm. They kidnap some chick and like eight black guys come out. I thought you liked this. You're like, no, that's <laughs> no, not my thing. No. Steps out of the 3D printer and just starts choking you. You're like, why? 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 <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so so uh, we were kind of coming up, but we're driving, and uh, he goes, oh, how about that doc? And it, the doc is called Extraordinary, right? Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little about The Stan Romanek story. It's available on Netflix. Um, so stories of spindly humanoids taking hapless humans from the illusionary safety of their homes is nothing new in the realm of conspiracy. Alien contact comes in many forms. While researching this, I literally found over a hundred different types. They call them CEs for close encounters. We know one, two, three, four. Well, this one gets us all the way up to seven. And I'll Shit. get there eventually. So it's Romanek, Stanley Romanek is the subject of Extraordinary. The Stan Romanek story was originally released in 2013 and became available on Netflix in June of 2017. So go check it out so you guys see what we're talking about. In the documentary... The chronicles that Stan describes as his long history with UFOs. Initially, the film appears to be simply accounting of many notable events, videos, photos. He records audio, and Stan keeps what he calls evidence to let it speak for itself. The sheer volume of evidence is often enough for the ufologists that believe him just to say that this shit has got to be real, right? Right, right. Cause it's it like, is crazy, dude. Because it's like over like... 13 years, like 195 documented events that he's written down, all different 
But uh, when I first started watching this, my notes, I immediately said, Stan looks like a character from Crank Yankers. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's the goatee. Yeah, and he has his dead eyes. Mm-hmm. His, like, oh. soulless dead eyes. And then you know he'll go on, too. So now he's suffering. He's So before, maybe that's the bummer of it, is that he's got some child porn. He's going to jail for <laughs> child porn for admitting that he had a bunch of, had a bunch of images. So he admitted computer. he did it? I thought he says he's fighting it. He says he's fighting it. I want to get into this. As I'm watching this video, it reminds me of a a sketch on uh, HBO used to have not necessarily the news. And it was a funny sketch about how, like, uh, and it was basically every every 30 seconds a man gets mugged in New York City. But the sketch was that one guy was getting mugged. Every 30 seconds. So they'd be interviewing this guy, and they'd ever just, hey, give me your gun. Give me that. Every 30 seconds, it was just over and over and over again. And I just thought, man, this is the guy who gets mugged every 30 seconds, man. Like, all this shit going down on this one dude was just, like, crazy to me. I wonder if. So Stan Romanek, to me, I think is really interesting. Because later on, I mean, he'd go on, he'd go get a viral YouTube hit with the boo video, right? Which is the alien popping its head above the, the, the window and popping in. Yeah. But leading up to that, he saw a bunch of crazy shit. I actually wonder, I always talk, we talk about it on the show, whether or not you have to be crazy to see UFOs or being UF, seeing UFOs like makes you crazy because of the pressure it does and how right. it splits your reality open. Right. He was seeing a lot of activity. He saw a lot, like the pictures of his puncture wounds, how many times he was abducted, how many different UFOs <laughs> he recorded. And then it's, uh, I wonder if at some point he felt the impetus to start making shit up because more and more people show up looking for proof. And you have to be like, no, you don't understand. My nose is bleeding. I uh, this thing picked me up I last night. I thought a lot about. I thought that a lot. But they, but they're like, you're full of shit because you don't have any alien cum in a jar. And he's just like, I know that. So what you have to then do is get alien cum in a jar. Yes, and how you milk them. You see that a lot in social media now, where it's like, and I'm not gonna say names, but I've seen people who kind of like get a little hit either playing to the super right or the super left. You know, Jamie Kilston, good friend of mine, was kind of talked about that, where he kind of got in this weird cycle because he was like, he kind of became this male feminist, and then it just like, it started feeding in where he just like he'd have to say this outrageous like shit against men, and then. So people be like, yeah, yeah. And you get retweets and all these famous people be like, yeah, keep going. And you, I, I talk about a lot in this town. It's like, I see people get militarized in this town because it gets likes and it gets retweets. The the more crazier you say, the more, the more people like gravitate to you. Like this show, like kind of goes down the middle. I'm a lefty, but I, I mean, like I rail against Clinton. So it's like, you, yeah, you could see how there's She's got a, blood in her hands. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. But I tell people if this was 15 years earlier, I'd be going after Cheney and Bush for all that crazy it's just who's in the crosshairs right now but i see people who like oh they get a little taste of like oh that got a lot of retweets oh if i say this crazy shit more people will gravitate towards it well we are obviously validation machines i think in show business specifically it's because you kind of have this idea of the sense of fairness or like a thing that's supposed to happen for you or you come to LA and you experience, you want it to be one way and then you are looking for the security of a bunch of people saying, yeah, so you do whatever. UFOs, I think it's, it's it happens so often to these guys yeah. and I think that a part of it is, is that, is that life's lonely. I bet you it's a 
fuck ton more lonely if you're getting abducted by aliens all the time. Or yeah. it's just like you don't know how to talk to anybody yeah. anymore because you are being harvested for your fucking cum yeah. in, a, in a machine that you don't really understand. You're getting kidnapped. So, so I bet you it makes you real weird fucking Starbucks right. Right. where it's like you're a little bit, you're not a zip-zap zoppy when you didn't sleep all night. Right. And so, yes, I obviously I think he's, he's but you also want it to be real so bad because I bet you also a part of you is wondering if you're making it up too and if you've gone completely insane. Yeah. And yes, you're taking videos and you're doing all these things of orbs, but what if it's something you can't explain yet and you've got a bunch of other people who are now counting on you for it to be real because they've now signed their lives and their belief systems over to you. Like you look at fucking a guy named Stan. Some weird kind of prophet. You can't believe in a, guy, a man named Stan. Right, yeah. right. You know what I mean? Because like he's, he's not... He just can't. He can't What's do it. Spaceseed, though. What's his name? Starseed. Starseed, Starseed. you can get behind, yeah. dude. So in, in the film, uh, Romanek claims that he's a very important person and that the aliens have picked him specifically to bring their message. That's where to you the start people losing Earth. people. Yes, right? you're like, I'm the space messiah. Mm-hmm. Straight up cosmic. Uh, I mean, Starseed. That sounds like some sort of cosmic pimp, like just slinging some like What's space up, song. What's y'all? <laughs> y'all who wants to harbor this jizz from Spaceseed? <laughs> I got it? this praying mantis that will suck your dick. <laughs> Never mind the mandibles. They are soft. <laughs> he claims to be a frequent flyer with at least one of the many alien species that frequent our planet. He also claims to have another family, including seven alien-human hybrid children. Oh. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Happens. Did, did they talk about that in the movie? I feel like they didn't talk about it. It gets into it because the movie goes from being like halfway through, it feels like it changes the pace. You know? Well, they it's did so very well of like, look at all this crazy shit going on. It's got to be real, right? And yeah. then it's like, oh, get to know him a little bit. And you're like, oh, fuck, Starseed. Yeah. I didn't know you changed your name Starseed. It's like showing up. It's the whole bit from fucking Sting. Yeah, him Gordon and Metal World Peace are just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're like, I don't understand how you got this fucking nickname, dude. But maybe maybe it is. Maybe you do begin to feel like you're being chosen. And then you start but you start pressing it out. And then there's the other fucking side of UFOlogy that I you start reading about where Jacques Vallée and all these people talk about like, what if there are aliens and they are interdimensional creatures and they show up, but what if they also lie to you? What if these things show up? Because they they talk about all the time where it's like, why do we trust them? Yeah. Why do we say these things come and then we're going to act like they're fucking totally cool? What if they there's a branch of them that's like a fucking... It's like the Ashton Kutcher of space who shows up and be like, look yeah. at this idiot who yeah. told him he's starseed yeah. and now he's doing all this what shit. What if it's a fucking prank show? Yeah, like all and they're sudden- like, welcome to dumb humans. And they just fucking light us up. And they're like, what? Look, he, he loves it. Yeah. He loves it. He thinks he fell in love with that gray just because we stole seed yeah. from it. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden this dude's like, I was in love with I was in love with her. And they're like, yeah, you were. We oh, came yeah. after behind him. He thinks his name is Sashi. Tears just streaming down his face, you know, and they're like, this is hilarious. This is some of the best shit we've seen all day. This is this is better than Impractical Jokers. Yeah. This is bad, and it's hard for me to say. Yeah. He said in 2003 he awoke wearing woman's clothes, an outfit he says the aliens dressed in. Oh, him. so you cross-dressed <laughs> yeah. now. So now they're, the aliens are in the cross-dressing? Look, 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 look he's gay. Look what we made him <laughs> <laughs> Good work, Laxar. And so, but he, the way he like played it off, he's like, "But can you imagine the look on like the husband's face of the woman that's wearing my shirt to bed?" Like, oh. it's like, "No, dude, I'm <laughs> you're the weird one right now." <laughs> yeah, I mean, he claims I'm getting beat up. Uh, at one point, Stan claims to have been riding his bike to work. 
which I definitely see Stan doing. Yeah. I see it with his cell phone on his belt. Also. You mean self-controlled transport. <laughs> That's how you flip it. And you're like, I take myself to work. I don't need these cars. <sighs> yeah. When, if I, exactly. So he, he definitely was, still works with a flip phone. Am I right? Is there any way this guy doesn't well, yeah, work with a flip phone? That's how you keep yourself from being tracked. Dude. Yeah. It's not that he can't afford a smartphone. It's that it's like, that's what keeps him cloaked. Yeah, <laughs> he was confronted by a van full of four, obviously paramilitary men who intended to intimidate him into silence. So they told him like, shut the fuck up. Like you better keep your mouth shut and all this. And he's like, Hey man, I'm just staying. I'm just doing my thing. Um, a fight breaks out, and Stan describes his sweet fighting moves, including how he used a bicycle chain as a weapon that allowed him to easily dispatch his attackers before the. So fight. okay, let me oh get God, let's let's break this down. Starseed, who is like getting melted by aliens, and taking his self-contained transport unit, <laughs> right to his place of employment. But that's just because he needs money. Is there any way Stan does not rock uh, jean shorts, by the way? Is there any way he doesn't rock jean shorts? Jean cargo. Yeah. You see the pockets hang out of the bottom of it and his weird hairy legs <laughs> yeah. covered in blood from being abducted the night before. So these four, and we're going to call them, just for the sake of this argument, Mossad agents show yes, up. Yes. Mossad, the greatest killing machine on the planet, show up, and they're like, stop talking about the milking okay yeah and then no they, more talking about the milking and they harass him like a group of boys like a group of newsies hey hey, hey, hey give me up but we got your bike we got you give me my bike back give me my bike nah nah bro nah man you can't have it back dude and they're all laughing at him and shit it's like level one of double dragon he like picks up the chain i can't imagine because you know for a while he probably had the chain and said to people that weren't listening to him on the street being like I got this chain so I can defend myself against Mossad. And they're like, cool, all right, all right, see you soon. You know, this constant and finally, like, finally, my moment has come. Yeah, if these guys were paramilitary, I'm pretty sure they could just throw them a van, chuck them into... Or sniper fight them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't in... think they're just going to push him back and forth and then he's going to swing hey, a chain at him. That kid. <laughs> it's like that moment in, like, uh, 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 Back to the Future where McFly's, like, just is, makes his fist. And he's just like... <laughs> Whoa, this guy's crazy. Let's get out of here. And they all jump to their own bikes because they have Mossad bikes that they rode after him. Hey, Starcy, don't talk about the aliens. We're going to give you a swirly after third period. No. You better shut up or else we'll come back. And they just ride off crying. <laughs> they should have just thrown him in a wood chipper into a trout farm so outside of Bakersfield. You would just end up. In a, if you you would be in a place made of aluminum siding with fucking Pantera playing, covered, being blasted with a hose. Like, if they were going to give you the once over. Yeah. And this, again, the problem comes into this man's story has become will become trashed. And then what do you do if you actually have experienced something? How do you then tell a story? Because then they're like, well, yeah, this fucking loser just got rolled by Mossad. Well, you know? well that's the whole theory behind Pizzagate versus Pedogate. That, you know, you put out the word Pizzagate because what, they know what's coming out. And it's like, it happens all the time. Even like, let's say the FISA memo, right? That's coming out and it comes out like in 19 days, we're going to put this fight. You're like, why are we waiting 19 days? <laughs> just do it and now. Then you they know what just it is. 
fucking they just warp the perception of it so by the time it comes fucking out Seacrest the, is doing the countdown day 17 yeah, the Pfizer report yeah, yeah. and it's just fucking weird so they just know so Pizzagate they knew what was coming out yeah. they knew that somebody had hacked this shit so they jumped on and they called it Pizzagate and everyone's like dude are they really finger blasting kids in a fucking pizza parlor fucking come on dog you yeah. know so and, it takes the scent to fucking you throw a scent to another dog gets them off the fucking trail and now you can go back to keeping shit exactly the way you want to keep it and what is happening right now and we'll get right back to this is a uh, word in the fucking subreddits is that a video is coming out with Hillary doing some medieval shit. Right? Awesome. Right, Honestly, right. I would respect her so much more. If I she mean, did. just dark shit like <laughs> kitty shit, right? Oh yeah, her with a fucking like cat of nine tails, and they're all dresses like altar boys, and like one, and then another guy dresses Spider Man yeah. comes in. Like yeah. they always talk about shit no, like it that. Comes from the top, yeah. like, <laughs> you know. So, but now all this shit's coming out about how there's videos where they could change your, they could put your face on a video. Oh yeah, and everybody, but that's setting. The, the 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 reality of when the video comes out, like, oh, it's just they just put her face on that. That's not really her. <laughs> they're trying the same game. We'll get back to this too with the piss tape, all of that shit too. Is they're saying there's like I was reading an article. There's like five or six piss tapes around that are of somebody that either looks like Donald Trump or is a, a CGI'd face of Donald Trump on a thing pissing over a bunch of prostitutes. And a part of what they're saying is like, well, first of all, I'd love the casting call. I'd like to just see the, what the set is like to shoot the fake videos for it. But also, that's it, that game is in play. Or how about the girls who got the role, but the ones who didn't? Like, what did they do wrong not to get peed on <laughs> by Trump? You just didn't have flat enough faces so you can see the splashes. Yeah, you just don't look like you're enjoying it enough. I need you to smile more, but more like you're being paid to smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So back to this. Uh, there's a couple things, like the orb thing and the 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 the, the shadows thing there's rang thing. really real with me. They're really cool looking. Yeah. I believe in, the, in videotaping paranormal events. That some of those orbs and the objects he does are fucking really cool looking, and they feel legit. Especially the earlier shit, where if you go and look at some of his old YouTube videos when he used to just kind of post them, they're very, they are very, they look like they're happening and I believe it. It wasn't just until later when he made, he got that alien suit and started pushing it around. It is fun though. Like to be able to go set up all those pictures, like when he, when he, when he, the one picture where they dial up the contrast and you see all of the little aliens in the yeah, field. Yeah, in and the it's field, like, yeah. yeah. it's pretty cool. Looking. And then when the, like, the alien pops his head up, hey, what's going on? Pops it like he's like, this is hee haw or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like Goldie Hawn. Yeah. But did you notice his eyes like kind of squinted? It was, so there's a little bit of like technology. He's like, hey, man, I'm from another planet, but my vision ain't right. <laughs> I just don't understand. I think I'm just looking at some fat guy. Is this the president? It's like, no, they have to get, I wonder. Because that's the thing. I looked at it, and I was like, I don't know about his history of working on any sort of like CGI effects Well, that's my whole digital. thing. Did they, that's the biggest problem with that is that they didn't try to de- at least, oh, like the first part said it. Set the whole thing. Yeah. Set it, let's see it, set it. But then kind of like debunk some of it. Like yeah. The marks, like what could have caused those if it wasn't what he's saying it is? Yeah, they said it could have been his traction thing that he had for his knee that could have caught, ca- caused cuts in oh, his legs. Oh, you did say that? I didn't see that Yeah, they mark. said the doctor said that in that little intro thing. He was like, well, it could have been caused by the, the knee stabilizer that was on your leg, but, but your knee is fixed. So part of it's that 
was interesting. And that's a thing you hear quite a bit with alien abductions is people coming back with changes physically and mentally. Like the stories of people coming back being able to play the piano or being able to speak other languages. That shit kind of happens. Would you take a probing to speak Polish? Yeah. Would you take a hot alien probe? I, I want it. Too much. Yeah. I'm too much of a they slut won't for get it. You. They I won't am get just you. I'm like, gimme, gimme, gimme. I'll take it. Yeah. You've been sure reading about. my Tinder profile? Is this what's happening here? <laughs> Looking for yeah. hot probings? I'll yeah. spread it. I had a weird... I've already had my prostate checked. It couldn't be that much worse than that. And That's in the end, true. if it makes me come, it makes me come, right? And then I, I don't know. I don't do it in my personal life. But I could maybe have an alien do it. Because then it kind of feels like what happens in Vegas. Stays in Vegas moment. <laughs> they're just... They're just going to harvest that Polish jizz, dog. I mean, make more shit kids. I guess whatever helps the family. So the, I didn't. The thing that really, I mean, I'm I like I'm like I can't watch alien stuff with my girlfriend because she immediately shits on it. I think it's more fear of her than anything. But that's what brings me me and my fiance together is we like alien shit. But it it ended my last long term. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, it could end this one. I mean, even though we've been together forever and we just accept that we're just we just disagree on shit. But um. The thing I thought he started really losing it with, with the children, like uh, the pictures of the, like the kid is just there's an eyeball and it's like under the fucking yeah uh, furniture and it's just like this you're like oh you could Photoshop. so obviously Photoshop that yes I think think he went crazy I think like what we were talking about I think <sighs> that he just at some point was like I'm sick of people harassing me and, and debunking me right. I need to go and and be more aggressive. And I need to show, like, I need to, like, make these videos. Because then it's like, it's like it's real. It's, right. it's, it's uh, the, the end suits the mains or whatever. Right. Because you, then you can just, uh, he's like, whatever. As long as I get more believers on board, they can hear my real story about being starseed and about how I have a new trap album coming out <laughs> where he just starts. Because, you know, eventually he was going to go into EDM. Of course, of course. Some dude. kind of electronic I'm music. I'm not a DJ that's like, DJ Area 51. And he's just got a giant alien. I mean, there's Marshmallow Head. We're, ha- we're getting into it. We're I getting- think it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's gonna, it has to happen. I, I mean, he's probably get sponsorship by that beef jerky you get on the way out to Vegas. You ever seen the space beef jerky? Yeah. 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 I would take that in a second. Yeah. I mean, space beef jerky's got to be good. Dude. So this didn't end the way we thought. Um, December 2017, Fort Collins, Colorado. A northern Colorado alien abduction author, Stanley Romanek, as we now know, was sentenced to two years in a halfway house following a conviction of felony possession of child pornography. Hold on, oh. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yikes! So <laughs> he gets probation. Check it out the for two years. A double secret probation, and I do think that he should be in a full house to protect himself from everybody else. Like, don't put him in some half house. But it's weird though. You get convicted of kitty porn, and they're sending you to a a, a halfway house. You're supposed to flip him up. Yeah, reports the 55-year-old was sentenced after a jury found him guilty of possession charge and not guilty of distributing child pornography in August. In a statement to the court, Romanek says he's a good person and asks for the court's mercy. Romanek was ordered uh, to be a registered sex offender and he will be on probation for 10 years. Now, child pornography is one of those crimes that will ensure to raise the hackles of most people in our society. I mean, if you're found with a little bit of, like, you know, weed or LSD in your house, many folks are, like, barely bad an eyelash. Yeah, but why it, should you? But yeah. involving something related to the abuse of minors, I mean, you're done. Guilty in the court of public opinion doesn't matter what the verdict ends up being. If they say, like, Sam Tripoli's fucking kids in Hollywood, guess what? 
Take yeah, that well, that is a problem now. Like, uh, you know, towards the end, they're like, before you judge this guy, just know that there's been basically proof that the NSA, FBI, CIA have malware that can put kitty porn on you. Now, a friend of mine who went crazy when I was, he's no longer with us. He passed away from cancer, but he went nuts on these people he worked with. And he tried to put kitty porn on these people's fucking computers. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, man. I mean, it's the, again, it's the constant problem, right? Where it's the chicken to egg scenario of dealing with the intelligence communities where it's very true that he could have just been sandbagged by by people looking to discredit him because we know for a fact with MK Ultra program that was on the books. There is a there, that is how they handled certain people. That was that is uh, a built-in defense mechanism that they have. Same thing with the uh, the guy that they said that they dosed on LSD. The, for who used to work for the CIA when they were just starting MK Ultra. Oh yeah, and then like, the guy who flew out the window. Yeah, but they had already built in their manual, one of their manuals with their technique manuals. They have a thing called dropping a guy, and they drop. They would. That's what the, a drop. You'd perform a drop, which was taking a guy, throwing him out a window, saying he jumped. And it's like that's what you do. So it's been in there. Problem is, is that Stan is that Romanek, official? Like, that's official. Chapter five, dropping a guy. Yeah, they have a whole throw him out a window. Chapter six, CIA techniques. It is in. It's what how they handle you. It's just like it's a thing that you practice. Like you go to a place in Virginia and get an eighty, one hundred eighty pounds like fucking sandbag, and you and a buddy have to like do fucking yeah. core workouts, throwing it out a fake window. Shut up. It's shit like that. Where they they, they have contingencies, right? Of course. But Stan Romanek has already shown himself to be a liar with the other things for me, and I I wonder what's happening here. I think that. To be honest, the CIA already got him. If the if to, to, in in my world, he had already hung himself by his own noose by becoming so ludicrous. So it's like planting the the CP on his fucking computer is what's going to make him. I I, I don't know. It just seems kind of gilded in the lily. Who who planted him, himself or somebody else? If someone had, I yeah. feel like it's a hat on a hat. We yeah. don't really need to. We don't need to really kill him like this because people aren't taking him seriously anyway. Okay, I gotcha. And yeah. that's why he only gets two fucking years because everyone's gonna look at this guy like he's crazy anyway. Yeah. So who gives a shit about why? Yeah. Why fake it? So it's like I think maybe he did it. I think you can both be in. I think a part of what it is the scenario could do infects people of vulnerable. Uh, psychiatries. I'm going to put it that way. I think people that are already t- uh, very flawed mentally that are kind of, they, they are technically subject to this shit. No, more. I totally agree with that. You know, you see a lot of things with these crisis actors in terms of like, you know, they'll interview somebody so at something. weird. But but it's like, but then they're like, oh, he was, she was on Dr. Phil. I'm like, well, you know, people who are on Dr. Phil go places and they can be in the middle of some crazy shit that goes down and they will be the first people to run to the news to want to talk. So I'm not saying that, you know, Vegas or this, this school shooting in Florida, that there wasn't shady shit going on. I'm just saying you got to be 
you know, to be like, oh, she's an actor. Well, a lot of kids want to be actors now. I mean, I'm not saying... Entertainment business is beautiful. Everyone it, wants to be in it. My mom wants to be in it. And you don't have to be in L.A. to be in it. You could be in Florida being an actor. Dream, your dream can't be made. You just have to lie about a school shooting. Yeah. And, just like, and then get to L.A. for pilot season. And it's important uh, to get here for December so you have the meetings leading up to pilot season. I'll help Christ. Are you actors. in the false flags at all? I, All your thoughts on that? I am intrigued. I wonder. I think that there's a lot of weird psychic coincidences, and I, I also think, but I think there's the, the human factor in it, is what you're saying, is that crazy people, they're going to talk about this kind of shit, kind of show up at this shit, and maybe there's a, there's a weird kind of relationship between a lot of crazy stuff happening to a crazy person who's also really willing to, to talk about it, and yes, you can maybe just outright say that this is a lie, and it's not, but there's also like a weird, I don't know, there's an energy cycle for yeah. me. It quantum entanglement. I mean, if you think about it right now, all three of us probably have variant degrees of crazy that we've like literally are touching our molecular. Should we spectrum. power rank who's craziest here? Oh, I don't know. Trip. I think Henry than me. I think I'm the most crazy. Is is crazy and passion the same thing? Yeah. I wonder because inside I'm so much worse <laughs> than on the outside. I get it. That's you know, why you're a great actor. But that's where it is. On the inside, I have so many. I have problems deep, but they really only hurt me. No, I get that, dude. Let me ask you something. Now, uh, you are very, very far in the game. Like, your your podcast is continuously in the top 10 uh, on iTunes and all that stuff. We constantly get hit up by people going, aren't you worried they're going to try to suicide you? And they laugh about it. I'm like, well, this is a real fucking thing. But I always tell people, there's about a thousand people ahead of me who have to get knocked off. If all those guys are gone, then I must start getting worried. Do you ever worry? Because you are, in the weird way, the premier, I mean, you're the more comedy version of, there's other conspiracy theories, but I think your guys may be the highest profile version of what we're doing we you know what it's interesting because there was a time when we were doing 9-11 and marcus and i you guys did 9-11 we did it okay that's how you got the show going well you, that, go, you ghost ride the airplane yeah. right before it crashes and that's what you're gonna see i'm gonna i'm coming out this fall my new series on, on saudi arabian yeah. television yeah. Yeah. i'm doing great over there yeah that's where my career is fucking Right, 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 right. Um, but we did episodes on 9-11 as we were talking on 9 over the phone because I was in Canada. Marcus was in New York. Right. And we'd hear these clicks every single time when we talk. We'd hear these clicks. Toggles. Yes, and we were like, it sounds like, and then eventually we started talking at the clicks, but, but like, if you're listening to us, fucking, yeah, man, we're about to figure it out. Two comedians, that's us. We're really about to fucking blow this open. And then we'd start talking about, like, dating and shit, and we'd hear another click being like, oh, you're fucking bored? Oh, now you're, you're out? Like, oh, you don't want to listen to all of our shit anymore? I been threatened i actually uh, i uh, i'm more afraid of our fans than the government <laughs> i think that they are more i feel like there 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 is more in that. we are we are courting an eclectic group i love them and a part of it's keeping them close and a part of it's also knowing that i am very similar to them yes like we're all kind yes. of like a you're a little shinier group. than probably some of them i just yell 
Yeah, me more. too. Uh, and I like it. Yes, I, I'm, a, I'm a fucking hog for we, attention. We are too, dude. I mean, like, it's <laughs> like, like I'm meeting my brother. Yes, it's nice. It feels it's like if you took my personality, put him in, in him, and we have you. That's what we do. Two broiling <laughs> maniacs that need to speak. And yes. so we get on top of the group. Yes. I wonder if, because, you know what? It just feels like. There maybe was a time that they think that they would go and attack entertainers, but now entertainers are so kind of like defanged in terms of really inspiring. We feel, yeah. I'm going to say a lot of, I know a lot of comedians I know that have become like activists and have become, they feel very important and they believe that they are, they speak for everyone. You know, like people who go on Twitter and speak yeah. at everyone like yeah. they're at a press yeah. conference yeah. Yeah. and they're just being like, okay. So I know for a fact I'm not important. I know that I'm a comedian. Right, so right. I think a part of it is that is what levies the government from wanting to spend the the fifteen thousand dollars it would probably take to murder me. Yeah, they're just like, who gives a shit? Right. He's the fat. I, idiot I think anyway. people, I as, as dead on the inside as these people. I'm gonna wrap it up here, but as dead on the inside, I don't think it's just like, oh yeah, just kill him. I, I don't think. Oh no, there's like a, there's a couple of steps, and I think that they know in the end it helps because if people view again, they embrace their jujitsu, they mm-hmm. embrace the force coming at them, and they or what's a judo does that shit too? Yeah, and they, they throw you, yeah, yeah, and so they'll just take that the it's like yes, he is a silly little comedian, yeah, he continues to be so. Right, if right, we were to right, kill him, right. you know, then he becomes Bill Cooper. Yeah, he yeah. becomes. If you get too big of a revolution going, then I think you get in trouble. If you just kind of talk about what's going on, like I've learned, don't break any news on this show. Don't ever. That's how you get taken out when you break news. Yeah, like, I don't. I'm need, gonna go investigate this. Nah, nah. I don't need nah. new shit. Yeah, I like going into old shit that's already been dealt with, and we'll, we will get, we will could talk about it and use it for the future privately. Yeah. I do my own stuff, right. and I don't. We are the compilation it. porn of conspiracies. That's what we do. <laughs> This is what highlights. <laughs> yeah, we just do the best. Bang out the best. Uh, Henry, you are a G, my friend. Yeah, it's I been really great, man. appreciate awesome. you coming on and spending some time. Like I said, uh, we we're kind of talking off. I don't know if you have any interest in ever, ever doing stand-up. Uh, we do live shows in L.A. We're putting together tiny tours here and there through, like, uh, uh, California to go out, do stand-up. And if it's ever something you're interested in, I'm just trying to find all the conspiracy tribes and bring them together. Bring them together. I think it's really fucking smart. Well, we want to do something in Vegas, too, where we do a fucking, like, a conspiracy weekend, con-con, right? And we get all the big guys and we... Do panels all night and You're all making that. Making me rigid hard. Yeah. This is what I want it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, because I, I got a little bit of the bug because of crashing, and I've been doing comedy yeah. forever, but it's fucking. Yeah, we didn't even fun. mention that on crashing. Oh, you're on crashing too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's great. You Killer have great energy, man. dude. You have great energy, dude. Thank you for I saying can't thank me, you enough for coming on. I'm, Hell Satan, man. You thank know, you so Hell much. Hell Satan, praise Jesus, homeboy. Uh, any last thoughts? Dude, let me know if you ever need another character on a. Uh, your pretty fit little face is going to hell. I'll be a. A You'll be a porta potty. Do you want to get painted up? I want to get. Tortured. I'll be painted yeah. up. I'll get painted up. It's it's a it's a pain in the ass, but it allows I'll do you it, to be yeah. something else. Yeah. I'll do it. You're whatever. on that show with Eddie Pepitone. You ever seen him do stand up yet? He's the best. Oh, oh he's one of our. Cool. He's one. Of, I think he sometimes he's on. Where can that everyone best. find you? What's your social media? Uh, find me at Doctor Fantasty at Instagram at Henry Loves You on Twitter. March 25th, homeboy. We're doing live two taping 7:30 9:30. At the Viper Room. Go to Sam Triple Live at Gmail and get on those now because it's filling up. And again, we want to thank Spotify for sponsoring this episode. Uh, the last podcast on the left, 
Check it out if you already haven't. It's fucking amazing. You guys are great. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for tuning in, dude. Thank you.